Support for studio sessions on KNKX comes from OB Credit Union, the original credit union of the Olympia Brewery, bringing pub-style banking to South Sound neighborhoods. OB Credit Union, offering Rainier, Pabst, Lone Star, and Olympia beer credit cards. More at obee.com slash cards. Hey friends, I'm Therese Stefan back in the KNKX Studio X for an exclusive performance from Leroy Bell and his only friends. Leroy's had a storied career as a guitarist and songwriter, and he was more than pleased to talk to me about some key moments in his career. But first, the music did all the talking. With Leroy on guitar, the rest of this rock and roll quartet featured Danny Walker on piano, Terry Morgan on bass, Ryan Waters on rhythm guitar, and Ben Smith on drums. Without further ado, here's Leroy Bell and his only friends. Stop, guys. 
So this next song, uh, right before the um, pandemic happened, uh, I was, uh, well, Terry actually got a call from um, Taylor Barton, unbeknownst to us. Uh, she was the wife of G.E. Smith, uh, the guitar player from uh, Hall & Oates, and uh, he was the, uh, the band leader of Saturday Night Live for like 10 years or so. And anyway, and we just kind of hit it off, and um, I showed him some songs, and uh, and he said, hey, let's go in the studio. I mean, we were back there like three days, and we were right in the studio immediately. And uh, this is one of the songs. We ended up doing a whole record, but and we got signed to BMG, and then, uh, of course, the pandemic hit, and then it went, <laughs> the songs are still out there. Yeah, and we're doing them now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and this is one of them. It's called When I Close My Eyes.
Yeah. 
so much. Thanks. It's great having a live audience in these things, otherwise you're just looking at a wall. <laughs>
Once again, thank you so much for joining us in oh, studio, yeah. studio X. Um, man, so this is your first studio session with, yeah. with K&KX, so yeah. we have to, so let, let's take it all the way, all the way back, if you, if you don't mind. I know, I, I know, I know it is lunch, I know it is lunchtime, so we're not going to take it uh, too, too, too back, too back, um, but really loved your music. All four of those songs were, were great. You served up a, a nice four-course uh, meal of great oh, okay. tunes. <laughs> Some of the, a lot of the songs that you wrote were very like um, um, reflective on sort of your life. It seems very autobiographical, or autobiographical. Uh, who are some of your favorite um, like writers? Or where do you draw inspiration oh, from? Gosh, you know, I I get that uh, question, and because I've been playing for so many years and writing so long, I don't remember. You know, I've just been. No, I mean I've been influenced by so many people from when I was a kid to. So now, you know, I, I still just hear something on the radio and I go, oh, wow, who's that, you know? Um, I can't think of, I would have to name half of the artists out there, you know? Um, everybody's starting back from when I first started, like um, uh, uh, Otis Redding, Jimi Hendrix, you know, the Supremes, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. I mean, all the people that were around when I was a kid, you know, influenced me at, at a certain point. Um, and so it's kind of hard for me to narrow that down um, to one or two people. Hey, well, you listed some some big names there, so yeah. this definitely shows uh, in your influence. I was just like Terry was saying. Um, we were so fortunate to um, to go on tour with 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 the other folks that I didn't mention, like the Etta James and the BB Kings, that were just amazing people to be on the road with, you know, and to see that to see that stuff live. And uh, coming from a background where my uncle was a songwriter as well, um, I don't know if that many people know that, but Tom Bell, and he wrote for uh, Philadelphia International Records and uh, did a lot, the OJs and the Spinners and, the, and Teddy Pendergrass and all that. And so I kind of grew up learning from, you know, watching him. It's a pretty big learning tree to be, to be yeah. underneath. Uh, those influences still seem to be existing with you even till this day with, yeah, your, with yeah. your music. Um, so you, you played a wide variety of styles even today. You yeah, went from yeah. rock, a little bit of blues, a little bit of gospel, a lot of funk. Right. <laughs> um, 
So like, how does that, uh, where, where were you able to sort of garner those influences from being based, based off of your uh, being a military kid? How are you able to garner all of those influences of sound? Well, yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny because I, yeah, I started playing. My first band was, I was in Germany. Um, I was 13 and because uh, my dad was in the service, was in the army. And, um, and so I was playing uh, just kind of rock and roll then, you know, because I mean, they didn't have any R&B over there at the time. It was just rock and roll. And then when I got back to the States, then I started delving back into the, you know, the, the, the rock and roll and the rock and soul and, the, and, and um, um, more of the soul end of it. And so I just kind of combined that. And being as a songwriter, I've just always, I felt constricted if you had to stay in one genre because when you want to write songs, you want to just be able to, because you love music of all kinds, and so, or at least I do, and um, I never wanted to just stick to one thing. So a lot of times, you'll, it's been kind of a, a blessing and a curse because people go, well, what kind of music do you play? You know, is it blues? Is it rock? Is it soul? Is it, it's, it's all of those things, you know? I just, um, I write whatever I feel. It's good music. It's oh, good music, you. for sure. I think we can, we can all agree, yes. So you mentioned uh, songwriting. You uh, partnered with Casey James yes. in, the, in the 70s, I believe. Right. Um, wrote some, some hit singles, actually. Yeah, yeah, we had Living It Up Friday Night. And I have a hey, funny... Hey, it's Friday night! I have a funny story about that. I actually uh, produced for another radio station, and our opening theme song was Living It Up oh, on wow. Friday oh. night. So well, fast... you kind of owe me some money then, don't you? <laughs> Pay it up when uh, I don't let you out the door. Yeah. Again, we can edit that. We can edit that. We can edit that. <laughs> uh, so, fast, so, so fast forwarding, when I saw that I was going to be hosting Leroy Bell and you wrote that song, I was like, oh, this is a perfect 360 moment for me. So, oh, great. So, really awesome. Um, so you went on to have a very prolific songwriting career with, with Casey James. You wrote for tons of artists, even contemporary artists like Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, uh, well, the Jennifer Lopez thing was she, they, we didn't actually write for her. She ended up sampling uh, one of our songs. Um, and uh, same thing with, uh, uh, what's his name? P. Diddy, he sampled um, for Notorious B.I.G. Um, part of that same song, oh, wow. Living That Friday Night. Wow. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, people use samples, and then so a lot of people think I wrote for them, but they sure. use the samples. Oh, yeah. Talk about paying up, right? Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as your career eventually would go on, you I, noticed, I saw that you... Uh, were part of the first season of the X Factor, and yeah. that was really interesting. Cause like with your storied career, yeah, uh, writing for so many legendary artists, blame it on him. <laughs> oh yeah, blame blame it on Terry. So yeah. how did you get into X Factor? Well, <laughs> Terry calls me up one day and says, "Hey, you know, you know, American Idol was huge," and he goes, "I got this new thing, X Factor. You know, there's no age limit on it." And I just basically kind of hung up the phone on him, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I just like get out of here. I'm not doing a TV show with it. That's stupid. And, uh, and you know, about a month or so went by, and then I kept, you know, they, they advertised this stuff all the time, and we didn't have much going on at the time. There was, it was kind of a slow point. And I thought, okay, so what's this thing about? I called him back up, and he said, well, let's go down. He says, you go down there with me, and we'll go down there and check it out. But I was under the impression that I could do my own songs. So that's that's why I initially thought of doing it. I didn't know I was going to be singing other people's songs. So I thought, well, this is cool. I'll, I'll get to showcase some of my songs. And uh, little did I know, that wasn't going to happen. But, um, you know, once you get caught up in that whole thing, I just 
kind of stuck it out. And it was a learning experience, definitely, to see how TV worked. And But I'll tell you, there was days, boy, you're in there, you know, you're, I was like 58 or 59, and you're in there with like 15-year-olds. <laughs> it was hard. Yeah, I, there was a, times when I wanted to strangle a bunch of kids. <laughs> well, I appreciate you doing like, this. Oh, my gosh. And I'm just going, oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you oh, yeah. Well, anyway, the, um, it did play for a lot of, uh, I mean, some of the viewership was like 20 million worldwide. So uh, for that reason, it, it did very well. And then we got to call from South Africa for the number one artist there, uh, Zahara. And uh, of course, I didn't know who it was, but in South Africa, she was the number one artist. And so uh, Terry and I got a call and they flew us out there and we did a huge show, a couple shows out there that way. And, um, you know, I had really no idea how, you know, TV just kind of reaches right into your living room. Everybody thinks they know you. You know, we're in South Africa, a world away, and we're walking down the street, oh my God, and people know who you are. You know, and you're just kind of going, you know. It's, it's, uh, it's a rude awakening. Of course, they, they're asking for the songs that I sang on that show, which I don't know, <laughs> which I only learned for the show, you know. But anyway, yeah, it was, it was great. So any interesting off-camera moments that you might have experienced on The X Factor? I mean, you said working with 15-year-olds, so I appreciate you doing this interview with me. <laughs> <laughs> You got to be more than 15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how was it? Um, any funny off-camera moments? Oh, there was tons, but you know, it, that's been like 12, 13 years now. I don't remember most of them, but there was, there was some cool stuff that went down. And you know, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, Cowell, um, Simon Cowell. He he was actually a nice guy. He wasn't. Uh, you know, after the first time, after he like badmouthed me in front of the audience, he comes back. He goes, "You know, that wasn't personal. You know, I said, you know, you know how we're doing this and this is the joke." Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> I'm going, "Yeah, thanks a lot." Now, you know. right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was kind of fun. Right. So tell us a little bit more about your your only friends. These guys. My hanging, only friends. These guys. Yeah. These guys are some accomplished cats yes. here that are just. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just kind of a. I call myself a basher on the guitar, you know. I just kind of play because I'm just a, a songwriter. I'm not really a guitar player. Um, this guy here on drums has played with everybody, and I wanted to play with him for years. I'd always see him. He'd be playing with everybody. But it would always be, hey, man. And I worked with his wife. She was a background singer, was a singer for many years. And I didn't know that she was married to Ben. So we got rid of one drummer. We won't go into that. That's it. <laughs> Uh, but Terry says, you know what? I'm going to give Ben a call. And I go, Ben Smith? I'm getting all excited. And he goes, yeah. And then so anyway, that's how we got Ben in the group. But before that, the other drummer, he brought this guy to my attention. He came straight from Oklahoma. Yeah, and tried to cold call my way into the band. He, and he actually did. It worked. It worked. He, he, I saw you on TV. Oh, that's... <laughs> The powers of TV. Um, but yeah, he just kind of walks up one day, and you know, I play keyboards. And no, we were somewhere. We were playing a show. I think Redmond, yeah. Yeah. Redmond or someplace. Yeah. And I'm going, okay. I'm thinking, okay, who is this guy? You know? And we were just getting ready to record the uh, one of our records, uh, Rock and Soul, yeah, I think. And, soul. Yeah. and I thought, well, let's, let's see how he does. Let's bring him in the studio. And he, he just blew my mind, you know. And since then, I 
basically uh, wouldn't let him go anywhere. You know, I was just like, oh, yeah, you belong here. Don't go back to Oklahoma. They don't love you there. We love you here. But, you know, Daniel's one of those guys that's hard to keep a hold of because everybody wants him to play with him. Everybody. Everybody. Yep. There's just not enough keyboard players around. That's all it is. Yeah. What? And then this guy, Daniel, brings this guy. He says, you know, there's a guitar player we've been working with, and he's really quick, and he's really good, because we were getting rid of the other guy. We weren't getting rid of him. He actually, <laughs> yeah, it makes it sound like we got rid of him. We didn't. He was, uh, he had some family issues, and he couldn't uh, do it anymore. And um, he says, bring, and he's a super, super quick learner, and he's an excellent guitar player. He said, should I bring him? And it took a while, and then we were going to do a gig, and I said, well, bring him. You think he can do the gig already? He says, yeah, he's a quick study. And he brought Ryan in. And then I was like, wow. And so here we have, Ryan's only been with us, what, a few months? A few months. Mm-hmm. A few months. Daniel's been with us for 10 years. Yeah, right around 10 years now. Yeah, he's, he's a... But Ryan's he's, pedigree is like... <laughs> yeah, Ryan, Ryan has played with everybody. He's Sade's guitar player. He's, yeah, Liv Warfield. Um, you know, we can go on and on and on. He was one of the Prince protégés, as you can tell. <laughs> when he puts on his prince moves. <laughs> Learn for the best. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and that's it. And Terry Morgan here has played with everybody that's been in town from all the jazz greats, studied jazz music. He's one of those guys that pisses you off because he knows all kinds of stuff about music. And I tell him, I don't care, Terry. <laughs> I don't care what you know about music. This is how it's got to go. Right. <laughs> but I learned early on you can't make a living playing jazz. No. no. <laughs> I hate for me I could not make a living. But you did but you also did gospel yeah, and um cuz he did um with um what's her face? Pat Wright. Pat, Pat Wright yeah. for many many total years experience. and total experience choir and he played with everybody. So yeah, like when I say I'm blessed to have these guys I, I really truly feel grateful to have such great players and we're truly blessed to have you join our studios and perform for us that was an excellent excellent studio session one more round of applause for Leroy Bell and his only friends I have to say this has been the the most fun in studio gig that we've ever played I've ever played right on glad we can provide that for you you can check out uh, the studio session next Friday at our studio session spotlights that will be uh, airing 8 p.m. next Friday on KNKX 88.5 once again Leroy thank you so much for joining our studios we hope to have you Soon. Yeah, that'd be great. And uh, thank you for for joining us. Have a good rest of your day. Sure. Thank you, guys. Yeah. A big thank you to Leroy Bell and his only friends for coming to our studios for an amazing studio session. You can check out more about Leroy and his only friends on his website, LeroyBell.com. If you're looking for more live studio sessions, you can explore our massive studio session archive at knkx.org. A big thanks to audio engineer Brian Moynihan, videographer Parker Blome. Thanks to Brenda Goldstein-Young and our entire KNKX studio crew. I'm your host, Therese Stefan. Thanks for listening, friends.